Good morning, incredible body of Christ. Good morning. We have the joy of witnessing two young believers in the faith obey the Lord Jesus' command that they be baptized in water subsequent to their conversions. And I just want to say that the two particular God stories that we are going to hear this morning uh, are unusual and precious, and you'll see why in a moment. Before we actually come to the baptisms themselves, I'd like to remind us that the New Testament presents two varieties of baptism. Baptism comes from the Greek verb baptizo, and to baptize means to place into. That's what it means. To be baptized, you are placed into. The New Testament says there are two kinds of baptism. There is Holy Spirit baptism, which is immediate, invisible, and automatic at the point of conversion. Every Christian is Holy Spirit baptized invisibly, automatically, immediately at conversion, putting our faith and trust in the finished work of Christ alone. The Spirit of God places us into Jesus and places us into his family called the church. The second kind of baptism that the New Testament portrays is water baptism. Water baptism is the um, immersion of a believer in Jesus Christ into the waters of baptism to picture uh, publicly what has already taken place privately, to make visible something that already has happened that was invisible, to move from something that was automatic, Holy Spirit baptism, to something that is volitional, a choice. You ask to be water baptized. And there well could be some persons here today that are in the family of God. You're born again. You're saved. You are a Christian. But you have not been water baptized since your conversion. Jesus wants you to be water baptized as a public statement of a private faith in him. And we'd be delighted to help you to get ready to be baptized even as these ladies are being baptized in a moment. We'll have future baptism that you can be a part of. We'll help you to be ready for that. So baptism means to place into Two kinds of baptism, Holy Spirit baptism, the Spirit places into Christ and into the church, a conversion. Water baptism, a believer is placed in the water to picture a death with Christ to sin and a resurrection with Christ to newness of life. So we are going to be blessed to have a couple of our sisters in Christ share with us how their God stories before we have the joy of helping them obey Jesus in the waters of baptism. The first sister I'd like to invite to come and join me in the pool is Samantha Ritchie. Samantha and her family have been attending our church for some months now, sitting near the piano near the front. I'm sure you'll recognize Samantha, her husband Garrett, and their two children. Please come on in. Samantha's here, and she's prepared uh, her God story, and I'm just going to encourage her to just do that with the microphone. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Good morning. I am very happy to be here before you today to share my God story and to be baptized. I am extremely nervous, so please bear with me. Um, I was saved 11 months ago, and before I was, I did not believe in God. I had been struggling with something for about a year, and it was very difficult. I was in extreme mental and emotional distress for weeks and months, and it got to the point that I did not want to be here anymore. Uh, when you don't, when you long to not be here and you have reasons to be here, it's a very, very dark place to be. 
I was reading a lot just to have something else to focus on, and I started reading the Bible. I started with Matthew, and I read about Jesus, and I prayed to him. And I was so desperate, and I was so tired, and I was scared, and I prayed to God, and he answered me. All my life, I had mocked the idea of God, but when I had nothing left, and nothing could help me, and I needed help, he was there. I cannot explain how that felt. Um, everything changed. He took it away immediately. Immediately. That was wonderful, of course, but more wondrous was that he had answered it all. All of a sudden, the big story was not my pain or even that he had taken it away, but that he was, that he is. I had to decide to follow him. I asked him to forgive me and to save me. Please be my personal savior. I had always thought of those words as a formal request someone made to become a Christian, a sort of lateral exchange. I didn't know about the incredible distance between a lowly sinner and the Lord and the humility and awe of asking for and receiving such a gift. It has been wonderful beyond anything I might have imagined. Everything in my life is better. A big change is that I now have joy. I have a wonderful, supportive husband and really great kids, and I have been happy. But I never knew such joy. It is so steady, and the more I try to examine it, the greater it is. I stumble every day and find things in the Bible that I don't understand the meaning of. But I have experienced his mercy and power, and I feel his love. I have only to turn to him. In my troubles, he has been there to help me every single time. He is always there. I am so very grateful to have been put in a hard place so that I would reach out to God. I feel tremendously blessed and so humbled. The words I would end with come from the second half of Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, and mean a great deal to me because when I first met God, I felt he was all these things to me all at once. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Thank you. A living God, a saving God, Samantha found it very hard to share but she wanted to obey Jesus more than she wanted to be comfortable. And uh, we just thank God for what he has done in her life and what he is going to continue to do in her life as she walks with the spirit in obedience to the word. Samantha, are you trusting the Lord Jesus alone to be the way to your forgiveness of sins in heaven one day? Yes. Samantha Ritchie, based on your testimony to saving faith in Christ, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, buried with him through baptism into death, raised to walk in newness of life. Yes.
this, this next uh, sister in the Lord has a wonderful story, too. And um, in the greeting time later in the service, when Pastor Brian asks, is anybody at Calvary Bible Church for the first time, raise your hand, Patrice Pinder will raise her hand. This is her first Sunday to be with us, and you're going to hear her story. And it's, it's just wonderful how God is working life. Good morning. to everybody. My name is Patrice Pinder, as he just stated, and this is my first Sunday with you, so I'm happy to be here, and thank you, Pastor Rob. So I want to present my testimony to you. Um, before I received Christ, I constantly worried and thought excessively about each day of my life, what it would bring forth, what I would do and achieve each day. I did this a lot without fully realizing that once I sought God and followed Him, I would not need to worry about each and every day because God would take care of everything for me. I now realize this. How I receive Christ. I received Christ into my life this Christmas, Sunday, December 25th, 2016, while attending a Christmas party with a female colleague from work. It occurred in Trinidad where I lived and worked on a contract as a visiting science, technology, engineering, and math or STEM education researcher with the University of the West Indies, or UWI. Usually I do not attend parties and had turned down several invitations my colleague and friend had extended to me while I was in Trinidad. But for some reason, I decided to accept this invitation and decided to attend this particular party on Christmas Day. And it turned out to be the best decision of my life, as 95% of the individuals attending the party were Christian believers. These believers led me to Christ and helped me to make a decision to fully trust Christ alone for my forgiveness of sin and for my entry into heaven. It was rather ironic that I was encouraged at this party to make this full commitment to God which came one day after attending church on Christmas Eve, a church that I had attended for the greater part of my time or my stay in Trinidad. And two hours after ending a very controlling and unhappy relationship with a man who professed to be a man of God, a man in the church, the same church I attended, a senior deacon, a man who was evidently not only trying to control me and my life, but was also leading me away from God and his plans for my life. Ending the relationship and walking away from this person in his control was also a good decision of my life, as I was quickly able to see the bigger picture in my, need, in my real need of Christ as Savior and Lord. After I received Christ, these changes took place. I decided to take a different pathway and to make better decisions on friendships and relationships, became more prayerful and relying on God to direct my pathway, became more discerning, decided to get baptized quickly, and desired to join a church, specifically this one. As I close, I want to leave you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. 
As I close, I want to leave you with an important scriptural verse and also a quote that governed my life. John 3 and 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Eternal life is what I want or seek through Christ. In closing, I'm often reminded, nothing happens by chance but by design or fate, F-A-T-E. So I believe it was God's perfect plan that allowed me to, one, attend the party on Christmas Day that led to me making a commitment to receive and to serve him, and two, ultimately to me coming here to Calvary Bible Church to be baptized. So my quest became fate, F-A-I-T-H, in my Lord and Savior. Thank you. Amen, amen. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, Timing of obedience is always precious when someone obeys. When a believer obeys the Lord, it's always precious. But, you know, this sister's only three weeks old in the Lord. And uh, she sought out a, a local church, and she wants to go public with her private faith in Jesus Christ. Let's give God the glory for that again. Patrice Pinder. Are you trusting in Jesus Christ alone to be the way to your forgiveness of sins in heaven one day? Yes, I am. Patrice okay. Pinder, based on your testimony to saving faith in Christ, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, buried with him through baptism into death, raised to walk in newness of life. Pastor Brian, may I just say one more thing? Um, by God's grace, in answer to your prayers, uh, these two sisters' baptisms mark 36 baptisms since the Lord called me to pastor here, to God's glory. And I know that there will be many more baptisms as we share our faith and invite persons to trust Jesus. What would have happened in Trinidad at that Christmas party if the believers assumed that Patrice was a Christian. They explored with her in a, in a polite way, where, where you stand with God. And she openly said, I don't know exactly where I stand with God. And they led her to Christ. That's important that this baptistry will be used often to the praise and glory of the head of the church, the Lord Jesus. And it will be used often when we share our faith in love and prayerful dependence on God. The other thing is, I have to say it because I love you. We saw, in one case, Samantha obey the Lord with baptism within months of being a Christian. And in Patrice's case, within weeks of being a Christian. Could it be that some here today have known Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior not just for weeks or months, but for years and years and years and are not yet baptized. Do right by God. 
don't owe him obedience in that command. Our next baptism in the will of the Lord will be April the 30th, unless we need to have one before April 30th. Thank you so much. Give God the glory.